Welcome back, ladies. I, I'm really, really glad that you're here today. I'm super duper excited to kick off the first week of 2021 with you. Today, we're going to be focusing on, um, surprise, surprise, goal setting in the new year. Um, I honestly didn't know if I wanted to kick off the year with something like a goal setting um, podcast. Reason being, it seems just a little bit cliche, you know, like a new year, new you, goal setting, New Year's resolutions, yada, yada, yada. But the truth of the matter is, I just, I feel like it's very, very pertinent and pertinent um, in terms of, I think... Most people's goals are shifting this year. I don't think this year is the year that people are doing the same old, same old. You know, like I don't think it's all about losing 10 pounds and marking things off lists and, you know, traveling to three different places and reading six books every week. Like, I just don't think people are making those types of goals this year. Um, and the reason I don't think that is really just, it's a very biased viewpoint. It's because I'm not making those kinds of goals this year. Um, so, and I, I, I would be, you know, remiss and not really being entirely truthful if, um, if I were to say that the year 2020 didn't have anything to do with that because that is, you know, it's behind us now, but it's still the lessons of 2020 are still within us. And so with that being said, I thought we would just touch on goal setting um, because it's very, very pertinent at the beginning of the year to kind of do a reset, a reevaluation of where you've been and where you hope to go. And um, so I thought I would kind of go over um, some statistics for you just right out of the gate in terms of, you know, how successful people typically are this time of year with their goal setting. Um, so according to a study by Statistic Brain, 92% of New Year's goals end in failure. And in fact, 25% of goal setters gave up during the first week. So um, just keep that in mind, bear that in mind as you listen throughout the podcast and as you um, pick up some tips on how to set goals and actually achieve them this year, regardless of, you know, what kind of goals they are, if they're more traditional or if they are um, a little bit different just based on the experience we had last year. So for me personally, um, I think the chaos of 2020 really made me realize um, the just the the chaos that we have in our house. And I don't mean like like before 2020, it was manageable. You know, I had my weekly cleaning tasks, my checking things off list, things to do, and then when my husband came home and my kids came home, and you know everyone was here and. It, it was like all the stuff we have that needed cleaning, that needed um, to be put away, that needed decluttering. I mean, just all the stuff. I'm just so, it's just everywhere, right? Like, I'm just sick of the stuff. So, for me, um, you know, and it's not just managing the stuff. It's managing the appointments. It's managing the bills. It's managing... Um, just all the balls that I 
have in the air or we have in the air as a family. And um, these tasks are typically, you know, the ones that I'm shouldering. So I'm just very much aware now of all the moving parts and how it's just not realistic that I can continue to try to keep up with it all with the current system that we have going. And that system is basically no system, <laughs> right? Like, it just feels like the bills come in, they pile up. You know, I wait like a month or two if it's a medical bill to make sure it gets billed correctly. And then I pay it and my husband doesn't know what's going on. And I, you know, it, it's like there's got to be a better way, right? Um, In terms of organization, like there's... My clothes, the closet, the 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 pantry, the I mean everything in this house needs help, you know, <laughs> like serious help. And I I mean to the point like last week I told my husband I'm like you know if the place burned down tomorrow I just don't even know if I would care because at least I wouldn't have to keep cleaning up the same junk over and over and over again. And so I, I don't know. I'm just kind of at this place in my life where I want to have a minimalist lifestyle. I want to de-junk the junk, right? I want to de-junk the heavy to-do list. Uh, like all of it's just too much. I want to, you know, um, unattach myself from people and things that um, are no longer bringing me joy. That's a very Marie Kondo thing to say, right? But it's true. Like, if 2020 taught me anything, it's that I really want to simplify my life and live a life that is easier, right? Just a life of ease, where if I want to pick something out to wear in the morning, I walk in the closet, I move the shirt over, and I grab another shirt, and I grab a pair of pants, and when I put it all on, it fits, and I like the shoes. And I mean, I'm not talking about fancy stuff. I'm just talking about easy, easy stuff, right? I want good skin so I don't have to wear makeup, right? Like, I just want it easy, easy life. So, you know, that's one of my goals this year is just to create a lot of ease in my life. And you may have seen me post about that on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, definitely do that. Um, and then another goal that I have is really to practice gratitude. I, I'm, I mean, I'm sitting here complaining right now about all the stuff and all the balls in the air and the the lack of organization that's, that somehow really has shown itself during 2020, right? Um, but at the same time, I feel like I should be grateful for that, that I have abundance in my life and, um, you know, maybe that's part of it too. Maybe I keep accumulating or we as a family keep accumulating more stuff because we're not being grateful and thankful for the things that we have. So, um, that's another goal of mine is to really, um, practice gratitude and, you know, we'll get into really achieving goals. But one of the ways that I want to do that is by starting a daily gratitude journal, something I've never done. I mean, Oprah was talking about it like 15 years ago, but for whatever reason, I never picked up that habit. Um, another goal that I, you know, 
am really shooting for is just is to continue to be very mindful with my health and the things that I'm putting in my body um, and moving my body every day. I um, During this past year, I really got, um, I've always been very active, like to work out, yada, yada, yada. Um, but truthfully, January of last year, I mean, I'd had a baby in 2019. And so 2020 was the year that I was going to drop some pounds, right? Like that, that was going to be my year for weight loss. And so, um, I, I have to say that January rolled around and the scale was, um, it was not so good. Like I was not comfortable in the skin I was in. So, Based on that, last year, I really had, you know, post-baby, gotten active again. Sometimes it takes a while to do that. Um, for me, it did. And so, I mean, he was one. It's not like it took me five years, but you know what I'm saying. It, I, I wasn't exercising six weeks after baby popped out, you know? Like, no, it wasn't happening. And so, um, anyways, I, I really got back on the ball in January and obviously in March Things got a bit askew, but it, that March, I um, I did dry March. I didn't lift a weight or exercise once because everyone was at home and I was getting used to a new routine, but, you know, I cut the wine out for a month, and then in April, I started working out again and downloaded the Peloton app, and y'all, that Peloton app is the deal. If you haven't utilized it. Um, it's amazing. And it's, you, you're probably thinking, well, I don't have a Peloton bike. I don't have a Peloton bike either. I already had a spin bike, um, just a cheap old Craigslist spin bike that we had found. And you can actually convert a plain old spin bike into one that you can use with the Peloton app. Um, you do that by buying a cadence sensor, a heart rate monitor, and then you can either, you know, if you have Apple TV, project your screen to the television or just get, you know, a bike mount and mount your phone to your bike. Um, so that's actually what I did. And then they've got, it's not just biking apps that they have on there either. They also have bike boot camp, regular boot camp, yoga, weightlifting. I mean, so there's a lot, there's a wide array of things you can do on the Peloton app. And, you know, they're not a sponsor. I'm not being sponsored by anyone. This is just something that I use. Um, and, you know, when you when a girl finds something she loves, she just wants to share it with her friends. So that's what we're doing. But anyways, I got on that I got on that wagon um last April and I have to say I've never looked back. I did lose some weight. I haven't lost as much as I thought I would lose or wanted to lose, but I will say my body has changed. Like it's just I'm stronger, I'm more fit, I feel good. Um you know, I may never be back in my size 4 jeans. I haven't seen those in a very long time. Um but I feel good. And so I want to keep that going throughout 2021, not just with the exercise, but, you know, um, just really focusing on a nutrient-dense diet and nourishing my body and keeping it healthy, you know, taking vitamin C and D and zinc and, and things like that to just, you know, 
in case I come across some kind of odd pathogen, <laughs> I want my body to be at its best so that it can fight it off. Um, I think, you know, as far as my career goes, I have had career goals every single year. Um, honestly, since, since I graduated from college, you know, every single year, very specific goals addressing my career. Um, this year is no different, but it's more, um, for me, I'm kind of at a place where I'm definitely not coasting. I'm not there at all. But I feel like I'm in, I'm going in a direction and I have a vision that requires structure and continued um, nourishment. I need to water this plant. I have to get it to grow, right? And maybe you're there too. Maybe because of everything that happened in 2020, you're actually in a pivoting phase of your life or of your career. Maybe you've had, you know, a light bulb go off and say, it's time to pivot. It's time to do something different. And, um, you know, I was actually there two years ago. I had that light bulb go off. I said, it's time to pivot and pivot. I did, which is why I'm now doing this. And so, um, I just thought I would put put that out there, that some years you pivot, some years you just charge forward, and other years you focus on tailoring down and refining your goals and exercising discipline in order to get there, right? So with that said, um, those are my goals for 2020, um, you know, um, but with every goal, you have to have a plan in order to achieve it. And so even goals as simple as, um, you know, practicing gratitude, how do you measure at the end of the year if you practice gratitude or not? How do you know that your heart is, has changed um, from focusing on something like that? Um, so for me... I wrote down a few things that I think are helpful in terms of um, goal attainment. And these are things that I've used in the past through, you know, different phases of my career, you know, while I was in college, um, when I hit really low points in my career and needed to come back up again. Um, one of the things, or actually not one of the things, all of these things are things that are tried and true, and also tips that I have found on multiple websites that um, I think when put into practice will really help you if this is something that you are struggling with. So, rule number one for goals is choose goals that are attainable, Um I say that because you don't, my husband, for example, and I'm sorry if I'm bouncing around a little bit, but he, he definitely comes to mind with this. On the weekends, he will have a to-do list so long that it's like, that's going to take you a month. Why would you put all of this into one weekend? These are all good things to do, but why are you trying to cram it all into one weekend? And, um, it's because he has no concept of time and, you know, 
whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. That's not my style because if I don't mark those things off the list, then I'll feel like a failure, right? I'll feel like I haven't actually achieved anything. So, you know, set attainable goals, things that are a stretch that challenge you, but are also attainable, right? Like this month, for example, I'm doing no drink January. Today, I would really like to have a glass of wine, but not going to do it. It's just a month, whatever. Um, But if I set this thing for a year, no. If I wasn't pregnant, (laughs) there's no way I can go a year without having any alcohol whatsoever. Um, I, I don't want to do that. So anyways, set goals that are attainable, things that you are actually you know, in your reach, things that are a stretch, things that challenge you, but you can actually achieve. My second tip for um, goal attainment is write them down. Write your goals down and also tell somebody, you know, have an accountability partner. That's incredibly important when you're trying to... um achieve something. You know, if it's something if it's something in your mind, you haven't written it down and you don't have a plan, what do you think what do you think the likelihood of you actually achieving that is? I would say it's pretty low. You're probably in that 8% that says to heck with my goals in the first week of the new year, right? Um rule number 3, goals must be measurable. So you know, how do you measure a goal? How do you measure progress? Well, you know, with a weight loss goal or something of that nature, it's very easy. You know, this year I weighed this much. January of the next year, I weigh 15 pounds less. Um, you know, clearly I lost weight. We can measure, we can measure that. We can quantify that. Um, Let's say the scale didn't move and you've been busting your butt for a year, right? Did you take pictures? Did you take your measurements? I mean, there, there are certain ways that you can really measure that. In terms of something a little bit more abstract, like gratitude, I think that you have to have a system in place to track it, right? So for me, I plan on keeping a gratitude journal. Journaling daily, even if it's just a few lines, what I'm grateful for, why I'm grateful for that, and any thoughts that I might have on the subject. And then I think probably once a week or every couple weeks, it's probably going to be good to check in with how my heart feels, if I'm learning anything, you know, really kind of sit in it for a while. And then, you know, a year from now, reevaluate the entire process and see if I've grown as a person. With journal entries, you can do things like that. You can flip back several pages and kind of gauge, oh, that was a bad day, and I wrote this down anyways, and, you know, then four, six months later, you're, you know, looking through your journal entry and just kind of feel that something in you has shifted, right? Um, I mean, your goals have to be measurable if you hope to really achieve them. Um...
Another tip with goal setting is that your goals should also be specific, right? Um, you can't just say, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. You should say, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm shooting for losing a half a pound a week, right? Um, and in order to do that, I'm going to exercise five days a week and cut my calories back by 1,500 calories. Track your food, track your um, workouts, yada, 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 okay? If you want to get a new job in 2021, you should say, I want to have a new job by September of 2021. In order to hit that goal, I'm going to apply to 20 jobs a week, um, utilize my LinkedIn contacts, network, increase my skills, da-da-da-da-da, right? So you have to have very specific goals and then break them down into smaller pieces, right? I mean, the only way you can eat an elephant is one bite at a time, right? Or there, There's an expression that's something like that. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. You know where I'm going. A journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. It's that type of focus. And um, you're really what you're really doing is just breaking down goals into smaller pieces, which helps you over time achieve the goals that are actually in the big picture, right? So um, with that being said, I think I just want to leave it there and let that sit with you um, as you really... You've probably already got some resolutions, but sometimes people at this stage in the game are still working on how they're going to achieve those goals and how they're going to really incorporate those things into their daily life. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put um, a blog post on this up this week uh, and you know put a link to that on the website. And I hope that you are able to accomplish and achieve everything that you set out to do this year in 2021. I really appreciate you joining me today for goal setting in 2021. To find these tips and a few articles, I'm going to link those on the blog on the momscareerguide.com. I hope to see you back here next week.